Welcome to Real Dog Talk with Perfectly Imperfect Pups. Real dogs, real people with real talk. Um, And we're actually not brought to you by Love is Art anymore because we are done. Woo! Love is Art was an amazing event. We raised um, $15,000 for the rescue. I mean, it was beyond what we thought it was going to be. We were so blown away by the support. Um, So we're super excited about that, but I am so relieved to have that under my belt and done. I'm drinking water because somebody might have drank a little too much wine last night, and well, we need to rehydrate. So... Today we're talking about the tale of too many homes. Um, So you may have heard um, about Meadow and her 15 puppies. We made national news, the rescue did, about her. Um, And while we're so excited to have her and the babies in the rescue, um, you know, she's got a very sad story. So in February... I mean, this goes beyond February, but let's start at February. In February, she had a litter of 15 puppies after, and most of them passed because the people did not know how to whelp dogs. People, just because your dog can get pregnant does not mean you know how to whelp them. Um, And then she, after that, got passed around, and that started her journey. We are her sixth home since February, Six home since February. And even before that, she was found in a barn by, I think, the person who had her that had all the puppies. So like, this is like, her life has been insane. And it doesn't need to be that way. So I just kind of wanted to talk about that. Sometimes people like think they're doing their dog a favor because like right now you're working too much or you just had a baby. Um, Maybe you guys are moving. And so you think, gee, I'm not going to give this dog enough attention, enough time, enough whatever. So let me just rehome it. Um, In reality, what you really could be doing is starting a chain of this dog being passed around to many homes. So statistically, once the dog starts getting given away for free, it, it it is just a continuation. People don't have any stock in that dog. They don't have any ownership in that dog. They picked it up for free, probably on a whim, and then realized, holy shit, I have a big dog in my house, or I have a dog in my house. I have a puppy in my house, whatever it is, and realize that they can't take ownership of it, proper ownership, and so they give it away to somebody else. And then this starts this chain. Um, you know, one of the reasons why we suggest rehoming fees is because um, it, it it at least binds you to that dog a little bit, right? And you have to think about it, like, can I spend this money? Whereas if it's free, you're just going to be like, oh my God, that's a cute dog. Let me go get it. And I'm not saying this happens all the time, but this is the majority of what we see. Um, and so it starts this chain of this dog being passed around to many, many homes and really All I want people to do is step back and look at the big picture. That baby's only going to be in your life, well, for a long time, but as a baby and as a needy baby for a short period of time, then they, they, they 
get older and they start becoming more self-sufficient and a dog is fun for a, a kid, right? Um, it's It can be their best friend. If you're working too much, it's probably going to level out at some time, right? Like you're not going to be working 60 hours for your whole life. Maybe you're traveling a little bit. Well, again, that's not going to last. Um, and so that dog would rather be alone on your couch in knowing that you're coming home to it at some point, then this chain of being passed around, it confuses them. Dogs need stability. They need to know where their home is and they would rather be alone on your couch. So hire your your neighbor's kid to come over and walk the dog while this insanity portion of your life is there. Um, it's pay them a few dollars, let the, you know, whatever you need to do to keep your dog, right? Because you loved your dog at one point, maybe you still love your dog. So try and make it work. That would be my first suggestion. Before you become reactionary at the reason why you have to rehome your dog, just step back just step back and look at the big picture. First, take a look. Is it a new behavior that just started? Did you go to the vet to make sure that they're not in pain or this isn't a medical thing? Maybe just talking to a trainer. A lot of trainers um, offer private lessons or group lessons. And during those group lessons, which are less expensive than private lessons, you can talk with them about whatever it is that's going on and seeing what they think, right? And it could be just a super simple switch in the way you're handling that dog, the way you're training that dog, whatever it might be. If it's medical, it could just be simple as a a medication. And if it is not that simple, go get a second opinion. Go talk to another vet because not all vets are made equal. Let me just say that again. Not all vets are made equal. I love the vets that we use and we've come across amazing vets, but sometimes vets don't, vets forget how expensive pets can be, right? And so, um, You know, just going to a vet and being very honest with them. Look, I have X amount of money to spend to figure out why this dog's behavior has changed, why this dog is whining, why this dog is doing whatever. Can you help me in what are the tests that we need to do first? Like what is going to be, what's going to show us the most? So start there, right? And then, and then work your way from there. Talk to your neighbors. Can they help you? Talk to a friend or a family member. Can they help you temporarily? Like, look, I'm going on five trips in the next five months for work. Can you help me during these trips? I can't afford a dog sitter. I can't afford this. However, I will make you dinner, right? Like, there are just so many. Let's bring back bartering. I loved bartering. I think it needs to happen more. Um, Let's Let's just think outside the box instead of getting reactionary and immediately thinking, I have to rehome this dog. So let's just say none of that's going to work, right? <clears throat> there's there's nothing around it. You have to rehome the dog, whatever. You have to do it properly, right? Like if you just start giving it away for free on social media sites, that is the fate. It is going to be six, seven, 10, 12 homes and at some point, they're probably going to start behaving poorly because they've been passed around and have no stability. And then they're probably going to 
bite or something to those lines, and then that dog will be euthanized. So again, euthanasia or sitting comfy on your couch while you're working. Just keep thinking that, right? But let's say you do. So giving it away for free to the first Joe Schmo that answers your ad is not the way to do it properly. First, did you get it from a shelter or a rescue? Most of those have a return policy. Like you have to go through them. And if they can't for some reason take back, they might be able to have some good ideas um, on um, different things that you can try or places that you could go. Um, and then if you if you did not, if you got your dog from someplace else or the rescue or shelter can't um, take back, even breeders, a lot of the good breeders, they have again a rehoming thing. You have to go to them. So let's say you didn't, none of those fit true. Um, when you go to rescues to ask if they can help, be precise in your information. Rescues receive 10,000 requests to take in dogs. And we don't have time to read big lengthy emails about the stories and all of that. You'll want to give the dog's name, breed, age. Um, are they good with dogs? Are they good with people? Behavioral, medical issues, are they up to date? All of the basic information. A quick why you're getting rid of why you need to rehome. And then if you can foster, some rescues will let you foster. And then they're being rehomed through the rescue, which means they won't get keep, keep getting passed around. Um, some rescues, um, depending on the situations, won't let owner surrenders foster, but you could at least throw it out there. Um, and then if you can't find any rescue, start with some of the social media sites, the rehoming sites. Again, be honest. Honesty is the most important because if you lie and say this dog's great in a crate and actually it's hell in a crate, there is that start of that rehoming, right? So be honest. Somebody may know how to work with the crate issues that you don't need to, you don't know how to, or the pulling on a leash. Some people love training and they are excited to go to a training class and learn all of this stuff with their dog. So be honest with what the dog is in a whole, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. And get clear, good pictures of the dog, um, videos of the dog, um, if if they have a behavioral issue, definitely be upfront and honest, but you will go further in your rehoming process if you start working on that behavioral issue before. So contacting a trainer and saying, hey, look, <clears throat> my dog does this. I need to rehome it for all of these reasons, but I don't want to rehome it with this behavioral issue. Can you help me work through this? And, and work with a trainer. There are great trainers out there that understand what you're battling, what, what it is the issue is. So contact you know a trainer, start working. And if you can't afford a trainer, if you can't find a trainer, go online. Start, like just search this behavioral and find some good resources on how to work through it. The more you can get your dog behaviorally somewhat sound, the better chance is that that you're going to find a home for it. And then if you have people reach out, I would Google how to um, search for an, a, an adoption application and use that application. You can just send it to them in an email, have them reply back with it. Look it over, check their references, check their vet. Do they bring their dog now to the vet? If they don't, then can they afford a second dog? 
Um, what do their friends have to say to them? Go to their social media sites. Do you see that they have a dog fighting ring in their backyard and they're just looking for your dog for bait? Or do you see pictures of their dogs tied up or in a cage outside? Those are those are all red flags, right? Like you're obviously not going to see like on their thing, hey, look, I run a dog ring fighting ring. But you can see some telltale signs. You can... You can see, um, you know, and ask around, like search in the rehoming thing for that person's name. Are they, are they picking up every free dog that they can find? That is a red flag. Um, ask them, have they rehomed a dog before? Do they have dogs? Do they have experience? Blah, 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 blah. All of the information. Soak it in. Do your research. Don't just take that person's word. Go on their website. Search their names. Everything. All their social media. And then have a contract. It can be a very simple contract. It has to be in writing. A verbal contract does not hold any ground at all. Get it in writing. Find out. Get You can, again, look at samples. It just has to be a simple, like, you have to contact me if you can no longer take, keep the dog. Um, you're going to keep it up to date on vaccines and medical and heartworm and all of that. You All of that. If the dog is not spayed or neutered, please, 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 please get that dog spayed and neutered before you start this cycle. There are great resources in every county, and I know that there's a little bit of wait for some of those, and that's okay. Get your dog on that wait list while you start searching for their home. And by the way, this is not going to happen tomorrow. It, it's you're not going to find a home within a day or two days or three days. It's going to take a little while. So get your neighbor's kid to help you when you can. Start your um, get on that list for spays and neuters, all of that, and then just do your research on the person. And just because you found that home, it just be ready for the phone call. Right? Be ready for the oh, we can't keep them anymore, and what are you going to do about it? Um. It is so important that people do their research before they take a dog. And I know I said that in the beginning, and I'm going to say it again now. Can you afford it? Do you have the time? Are you ready for that commitment? If you are, if it's a certain size dog, are you ready for that sized dog, right? Um, Just do your research. So we're not talking about the tale of too many homes for your dog because it's scary for them and they have feelings and they they need stability and they love their families. They they love their families. So just step back, breathe and decide if this is really what needs to happen and if it does, just know it's going to take time. Just do your research, get everything said as we just talked about, and then find that perfect home. And hopefully it's the last home for that dog. That's all I really have to say about that. It's it's stressful for the dog, and we hate it as rescue seeing these stories. So we just want to be able to educate you on kind of what can happen and what the usual is that happens. So thank you for listening. As always, we're here for questions, comments. We would love to hear from you um, about ideas for the show. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support during Love is Art. And we will talk soon. Bye-bye.